Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brutus the Beefcake, Barber Boy, Part 3. No, it's 4. Part 4. I'm Dylan Leslie. That's John Edwards. John Edwards? Oh, you mean the guy summoning... Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yeah, the guy who... Oh, I'm connecting with someone. He has long garden shears and he's following around a man who's saying why it's not okay to have sex outside your race can we talk about in the research that uh at the very end of um this saga can we work backwards because i just i can't not discuss something right off the hop that we discovered in the research mm-hmm. hulk hogan and ed leslie stopped being friends because hulk hogan tried to fuck ed leslie's new wife and she was like, how about no? And he, and then apparently she's a real stuck-up bitch, according to Terry. <laughs> Where'd you hear that? If you look at the end of the research, it's literally like... Why are you ruining the- it? Why are you ruining the end? Because fuck these why do you, people. Why did you tell us who Kaiser Sose was? Because the, uh, Kaiser Sose turned out to be a pedophile no, named I Kevin don't fucking care. You, you do care about that. You do care about that. All we have for the last fucking couple things is just going to be ed leslie drinking lake water and getting diarrhea pretty much so why yeah, would you ruin also, that no we've not ruined one of the biggest curveballs in this man's story ever has not been ruined where that man ends up after mm. wrestling is fucking wild don't read wikipedia stay with us for weeks and weeks instead exactly i don't think that's on wikipedia so Check, check it out. The year is. Brutus Beefcake comes back face. with a metal fucking face. Yeah, he comes back with a metal fucking face, and Vince McMahon's like, you headbutt people. That makes you better than fucking Lex Luger with a bot. You don't have a bionic elbow. You have a bionic fucking face, and they're going to bring back the dream team, and then they just don't do that because Bruce the Barber Beefcake has no confidence in his wrestling abilities because, and I mean this, if he gets hit the wrong way on the top of the head, he will die he will actually die get out of the fucking ring what the fuck are you doing brutus (laughs) i want to ask you this question if this was now if this was like if this exact injury happened and then he came back wrestling in 2022 how quickly does he take an apron pile driver (laughs) he takes it before the he is still in the mask and they're like the only way that this would get crazier is that if uh, the person under that mask was Bruce the Barber Beefcake. Hits it, his face literally explodes. They pick up the face off the ground and they're like, it was him. He knows how to work. Dave Meltzer gives the match three stars because it wasn't good storytelling. Jim Cornette does a 19-minute YouTube video about it uh, in which it, he uh, intimates that um, Africa should be exploded. <laughs> yeah, he's like, ah, Africa, I have... They fucking tell you something else about Somalia. Those fucking guns should fucking die. <laughs> so, um, for Brutus's beefcake one year, Marty Jannetty heard a little person to dress in lingerie hide in his hotel room and hump his leg when he returned with a girl. Mm-hmm. Yep. By the way, uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, it's finally settled that he is just given a interview segment a la Papers Pit, but it is the barbershop. Uh, mm. Ladies and gentlemen, the barbershop is probably for. In terms of uh, impactful moments taking place on it, is second none only to the Piper's Pit. In terms of, uh, it is where um, Michaels, Sh- Janetti, Janetti's Michaels, Sean through Marty through a barbershop window, and apparently went into business for himself by not walking off but standing there, basically implying that the good guys couldn't beat up the bad guys. But it worked out so perfectly as yeah. Marty got thrown through a fucking window, and Brutus, we were told you were hurt. Also. Brutus the Barber Beefcake started what I like the best, which is 
Even if you're doing an interview segment, fuck you. You still wear your gear to that. I like that. Also, I think it makes sense. Like, I don't think it... I never watched that and thought the faces looked bad. I just thought they care about their friend. Yeah. Like, it made their all friend the sense went in the through world. glass. Yeah. Which is, like, only now are we getting people put through glass, and that's on, like, AEW, and it's in, like, crazy matches. Like, this is for... To go from, like... This was done in Hershey, Pennsylvania, in front of people that were, like, probably not even paying attention because they were also filming a Hulk Hogan interview at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, exactly. This is one of the... Truly one of the greatest angles in... I mean, you say greatest, but, like, we were seven at the time. It's, it's It was a crazy thing to see at seven when it's, like, you don't even see friggin' blood or anything, and then a guy's getting kicked through a fucking window. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. And, like, having segments like that where a little thing would happen and not like a huge thing and looking back on it the barbershop was essentially like having someone in an action movie just walk across the street holding a pane of glass for a long time yeah great point it was the gun in the drawer anyway. exactly it was a real ibsen's gun Chekhov's pistol Early 93, um, Beefcake comes back to the WWF. Yeah, so he leaves, by the way. The barbershop ends when Sid Vicious goes fucking crazy and smashes the whole place up. And gets a bunch of, he gets a bunch of powder on his face and just starts yelling, Hogan? It's awesome. By this point, by the way, Bruce Beefcake's real gimmick is he's friends with Hulk Hogan and everyone knows it. And it's the mm-hmm. weirdest like internet phenomenon pre-internet because they're very much like... How do they all know this? And it's like, well, the only reason this guy would still be on television is if he was friends with fucking somebody. But he's the last one because, like, Hogan has all his super friends of, like, Tugboat boss. Yeah, he's the last. But, like, and it seems like he's the real super friend. He is the real super friend. He's also easier to put in jeopardy than those guys because he's much smaller and all those other guys. And this is like 93 is when we're getting WCW is signing. Like, they're signing, like, people that WWF have, like, cast off in the early 90s, and now they're starting to sign people that are, like, actual fucking, like, people that WWF values. It's just Vince doesn't want them to wrestle anymore, like Macho Man. Yeah, like, Vince is just like, he's 37. (laughs) Yeah, and also you get the stuff where it's, like, um, IRS hits. Yeah, so with a briefcase and briefcase, he comes back with a metal um, mask face. Teams with Hulk Hogan, his brother Brudai. You get the weird WrestleMania nine ending. Hulk Hogan gets into his own boating accident, and to get past the Vegas fucking commission, they have to go like, oh, it's part of the gimmick, so to show that Money Inc. tried to attack us. They have possibly the worst match at the worst WrestleMania. WrestleMania nine. That match (laughs) is so. Bear in mind that's the match where Giant Gonzalez takes a chloroform to Undertaker. And that match is a fucking steamboat flare compared to this fucking tag match that legit ends in Jimmy Hart taking off his jacket, revealing he's wearing ref stripes and counting three, and the champions pretending like they won. It fucking blows. Uh, yeah, man. And this is a bad... Because this is when they have one foot in the past and one foot in the future and just kind of aren't really committing to anything. Like, Bret Hart's the champion, but also they but just clearly like... clearly, Brent, like... Vince keep on hates cutting. That he's the champion. Yeah, like he, yeah. Keep on cutting it. his legs. Yeah, he's like, ah, he's just so. He looks like a woman. But if Vince is handcuffed because he can't. You just be like, why can't they all just do? Trend. I want to. Why can't I just take a bit of steroids in my mouth and then make out with someone and then they have the steroids and it's hot and they get steroids and it's like because no you're not allowed to do steroids and what about the thing I could still harass you could still harass yes okay fine so 50% fun but not 100% and then he cried 
Yeah, and it's the only time you ever cried. Bring Shane in here. Let me show him show him what he should never do. <laughs> never. <laughs> um, Look at my eyes are broken. That's what he calls crying. No, oh, you broke oh. your eyes. Uh, my eyes are broken like your mother. Uh, z- pussy. I didn't um, know this, but um, 1994, did you know this? He was in WCW. I didn't know that. Um, you didn't also, know he's in WCW by 94? He basically... No, I knew that, when, yeah. <laughs> when, oh, you he's fucking good. pranked me, man. That was I fucking pranked awesome. You. Holy I pranked shit. You. Well, you, I, there's egg on my face now. But this is something... When Beefcake came back with Hogan and that injury angle and everything, that is very over Brutus Beefcake, and he's the last link. Like, just being Hulk Hogan's friend made you super over in that time, obviously. Oh, yeah, baby. Like... And he, Hogan leaving, basically, it's like, and Brutus, I assume you, yeah, okay, I'll go with him. And yeah, like, <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, he's like a weird clause in his contract. It's like, uh, Pastamania, and Brutus not only is the manager of every Pastamania and gets paid like it, but he also is my tag partner. Also, here's the thing to remember. Eric Bischoff, uh, because he also wants to be Hogan's best friend, fucking hates Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Uh, well, I get it because you're like, okay, this is a super expensive contract, and then also you have to fucking sign this other guy. It's like, hey man, can so I get funny. cigarettes from Ted? Like, you know that fucking Eric <laughs> trying to do the negotiations, and Brutus is like, uh, can we do our negotiations at a fucking Coco's, bro? <laughs> That's Don't you think that there is an outside chance that this is just pure speculation, of course. I don't even why I said it's because clearly what I'm about to say, but like an outside chance that Ed Leslie like almost ran WCW for a bit just by being more laid back than everyone else. And oh, that's Ted Turner is like, it's such a like movie thing to have happen. Like, I like this guy's gumption. He came in in a half shirt and, uh, and and what he said was cut off boxers, which really was just exposing his testicles and penis. But he uh, came in. He asked me why I don't have a mini fridge in here. And I said, I need a mini fridge, Mr. <laughs> Leslie. That's actually very good. And then he said, what are those things from fucking hot dogs? They look like cocks. And I said, pardon me? And he said, hot dogs. And I said, oh, okay. He said, you need like those chewy cock things, hot dogs you should have here. And I said, you're right. And that's how they got hot dogs in Costco. Yeah, well, first of all, Ted Turner talks like like the dumbest man. Well, she, I just want, I was just sitting in my office there, and this uh, gentleman with a mulleted haircut, uh, totally nude, uh, but not tanned, which he said counts as wearing clothes, uh, came into the, uh, <laughs> the boardroom, and uh, one thing led to another, and he put his full penis into Brad Siegel's coffee. And I have to say that as uh, the head of um, Turner Broadcasting, uh, I enjoy seeing Brad humbled. Uh, that man is now in charge of WCW and the Atlanta Hawks. He put his arm around me. First thing he said was, man, I used to jack it to your wife. And that's what <laughs> I said. This guy I like. Yeah. Ah, oh, shoot. I'll never forget when I had Brutus over for uh, for lunch and Jane was there. And one thing led to another and Brutus threw up on his own dick. <laughs> <laughs> he said, that's stomach cum. Mm-hmm. My dick Only is going to make real cum, and yeah. this was my stomach cum. <laughs> if I can't, I remember Brutus's quote. He said, if I cannot stick my dick in that, this hard-on's only going to come down with acid. And then he threw up our delicious buffalo steak lunch all over his own <laughs> penis. Am I going to say that? That's commitment. And that's how that man ran CNN from 2016 <laughs> to 2019. I mean, I, I would totally... I would totally believe that. Oh, yeah? You think you're small-minded Fox News? Well, we got this 
bag of cocaine with a t- with a fake tan and it runs our fucking CNN now. So suck yeah. my fucking asshole. Attention, motherfucking everyone. I am Ted Turner. I have dementia. John Rocker now in charge <laughs> of the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> um, so. Oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not Googled John Rocker, he is if wrestlers played baseball. He gave a pretty crazy. Is this on? Is this on record? It is. Oh, sweet. I'm going to say every racist thing I've ever thought. Okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's the basic. I think they were asked, like, do you like playing in New York? And he's like, I'll tell you what I don't like. All the people that live in New York that aren't white. (laughs) You're like, okay, John. Yeah. He on record in print said the word monkeys a lot. And he was not talking about teaching his kid to read i'll tell you that anyway um this is one something i hate about wrestling now is that no company will just bend over and like i feel like AEW bent over and let cm punk run wild on them mm-hmm. um bent over i'm sorry i shouldn't have said that laid on a bed of roses and Thank cm you. punk pumped them a bunch of course. for like how much money they paid him but they didn't like he didn't ask for any of the wild shit Hulk Hogan got, which would be like, uh, I mean, that's not we don't necessarily know that he sort of did. He was like, I would like to know because he's $4 not dollars on a I TV also, show. I would also like to bite one of the people that's a pre, uh, pre, vice president of this company. <laughs> I got to eat and I would also, eat an executive of my choosing. That was in his contract. I'm like, oh, fuck. I didn't realize. Sorry, we can't yeah. suspend you. <laughs> I, yeah, they're going through the investigation and they're like, have you read CM Punk's contract? And they're like, not all the parts. And it's like. Yeah, it turns out Ace Steel not only has to be fired, we have to go burn down his house. <laughs> um, but I just mean like, all right, if CM Punk would have got the same contract that Hulk Hogan did, not only would he have all of the pay-per-view money, not net, but gross that AEW made for all their pay-per-views this year, but he would have his own television show because Hulk Hogan had his own television show called Thunder in Paradise and Ed Leslie was just on it. Like, can you yeah, imagine? Like, Ed Leslie, hey, well, I'm just so a wrestler. Vader, so was Sting. I'm finally back in a wrestling company. I'm so excited to work with this new talent. Please catch punking around with me and H- A Steel where we solve crimes the fun way. Yeah. What do, what do you mean by fun way? Like, we shut down bars. Yeah, we yeah, shut down we- bars. <laughs> anyone that has a drink, we kill with a real knife, and they're hobos, and they don't exist, according to Tony. Have you um, have you ever seen the episodes of Dragnet that were made in the 60s? Oh, the ones where every episode is them just trying to prove that the hippies did it? And it's like, yeah, but that is with all substances you put in your body, including... <laughs> yeah, you. pretty much Death Wish 3, the show. It's just, I see a skateboarder, and then I shoot him no cm yeah. punk wouldn't be like that it would be like no, a guy doing, in a collared shirt doing, and that he'd yeah, saw their like, head off he'd do that a guy he'd be doing that to a guy who put full cream in their coffee uh this guy doesn't even his fridge when he won the title he he uses non-dairy creamer all the time who wouldn't use bad non-dairy diet creamer? he's a vegan bad diet bad diet I did, I did not see his fridge uh Chunk after M. Punk. i just remember that from when he stole the title and they talked about what was in his fridge on deadspin and made fun of it anyway the writers God, never knew what to do good. with Ed uh, Leslie on the show. So much. Go ahead. So Hulk would throw out oh. ideas and was such a big deal that they would say yes to whatever suggested to keep him happy. But Hulk didn't have time to properly develop anything because the writers were saying yes to ideas they didn't really like. This led to multiple ridiculous gimmicks and turns during his run. He added that he was grateful to have a job, of course, and didn't want to rock the boat by complaining. Ed Bischoff didn't like Leslie looking at him as a waste of money. And when approached by Ed's third wife, <laughs> that's good, for uh, a right. book for his quote, 
uh, 19, uh, 20, sorry, the 2017 uh, WrestleCon, this exchange took place. Missy, we are in the process of writing a Brutus book. I was wondering if you have anything nice that you might want to say about Brutus. No, I don't. <laughs> I love, and I have I to say that, this. Though. Like, this I guy don't. wasn't a good basketball player, so you hate him as a person? Like,. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Eric Bischoff also just like always plays the heel because he said this on air a ton of times, but he will. And I've seen him do this on like indie, like back when they had like super nerd wrestling call in shows where you would call in like before podcasts really took off and mm-hmm. he would just call in and be a fucking cunt to these guys because and he it believes this and I believe it to be true, too. It's like wrestling fans at the end of the day don't really want to know how the sausage was made. They want yeah. to like. You know what I mean? Like he just they want to that lot. He's he's a hundred percent correct. They want us there. We want a certain idea of like we want the reality of the world to impinge on this world and affect it, but we don't actually want to know like that. Yeah. They're just they're just like it. You know what I'm saying? And I get Eric Bischoff's point, but Eric Bischoff like does it to the extreme. Like he's at an actual funeral, being like, <laughs> I pissed in the cup. <laughs> like, you know this priest fun. does a bad job or something yeah like that's exactly like it's weird details like he's at a christening and he's like i've seen i've seen prettier babies mm. <laughs> he always says pretty now that's a pretty baby he always uses weird coded sexual language that's yeah, a hot yeah, yeah, baby yeah. yo lee let me say this about this prime rib i would fuck it like it's a baby <laughs> <laughs> that's my reference yeah. yeah and bischoff also in the 83 weeks like when that show started i was like okay so by definition, this show really could only have like eighty-three episodes, <laughs> three, but also three interesting months of content because you're like NWO, uh, you know, it falling fall apart with Russo, how you started it, and some being, TNA shit, and also being in WWE at that time, like he was like the so thing, five, like he was, okay. he was like the. F- he was a WWE personnel. Like he was the GM of Raw for like five years. Like there's a fair That's amount true. to him. But, but you're, he's not dumb enough to be like, I think it was bad and fuck them because he is smart enough to. Know, he's also smart enough yeah. to know what gets uh, anyway. so, like online attention in the wrestling media mm-hmm. is when he's, a guy. That's why he went after 20, CM Punk and said, 100%. oh, this guy's fucking. It's, what, it's why every 20 minutes he's like, I'll tell you why this guy fucking sucks a dick. Because he's not fucking me, man. Yeah. Here's what I see people tweet about a lot. I hate them now, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. In 1994, Ed Leslie debuts for WCW. At first, he only made short appearances with Hogan and referred to him as Brother Brudai, as they did when they were obviously tag partners in WW in 89 and 93. At Halloween Havoc, Hogan's oh, cage match victory over Ric Flair, Leslie was revealed as the masked man who attacked Hogan just before his title match with Claret Clash of the Champions. The angle was a play on, of course, Tanya Harding. Nancy Kerrigan. Leslie suddenly became the butcher and formed the faces of fear with Kevin Sullivan and Avalanche. So that's Earthquake, Kevin Sullivan, and Brutus the Barber Beat. This led to one of the most insane Starcade things ever. This is, by the way, Hogan never gets the shit he deserves for this. Mm -hmm. He basically came in, ruined Flair. Flair was mm. it was supposed to be a trade he back beat everybody. Beat everybody, then brought in Ed Leslie to be his big Starcade opponent, even when they had Earthquake there. Like it it was turned like, Sting into an IC champion too. I think people forget yeah. that. Turned Sting into an IC champion, 
and it's fucking nuts. And then that start. And by the way, that match probably the best Hulk Hogan Starcade match ever. Like the match between him and fucking the Butcher is terrible, but it's still so much better than his matches against Roddy Piper the next year, where Roddy Piper's like, oh, yeah. "Well, I well I can't walk, but that's okay because I also can't stand because of all the drugs." Oh, here's what I like. The Butcher continued wrestling for some time after the Faces of Fear broke up, but then he became, and where are these angles, John? Remember this from the 90s? He was a man with amnesia. Amnesia was a real problem. And he, (laughs) in the 90s, people get bonked on the head. Oh, my God. And they would have amnesia. Because we didn't know about CTE yet. I was writing this joke out, which is like, I think that our generation is going to be the first generation that's going to really have to couch the making fun of the new generation in terms of not having hardship. Because our, say what you want about our adulthood, our childhoods were idyllic. Our concerns were lava, quicksand, (laughs) amnesia. Like, what the fuck? It'd be like we weren't even people concerned fucking... about pedophiles, and they were in every church and daycare center. Well, also, I think people forget this is um, the amount of people that were like, sharks are going to eat you if you go on the beach. Oh, like, my well, God. Why don't you just not go to the beach? And they're like, but I like it. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> so you, was... know how many pe- you know how many sharks human beings killed last year? This is fucking nuts. <laughs> Two million. hundred million. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. I did not think there were that many sharks. And I got to be honest, it's very possible that I, it was 10 million. But still, you're just like, holy <laughs> shit, there's that many I mean, sharks? in the millions is fucking crazy. Because I was like, how do we have that many sharks? Like, right there, that kind of proves that we need to get out of the oceans. There's There were enough sharks that we killed 10 million of them and we didn't notice? Holy Jesus shit. fucking Christ. Well, I think that's just like, hey... Here's, you want to know another stat on how we're destroying the whole earth? No? All right. Well, this one anyway. Anyway, Leslie rejoins as the new dungeon of doom with kevin sullivan and this time he's the zodiac so this is the zodiac clearly they were like why don't we have a character that's like the zodiac killer and they're like Mm -hmm. the never uncaught serial killer yeah how do we do that i don't know he talks in binary and he looks like a zebra i mean this is the greatest creative minds we've ever met in our entire lives everyone gets an s that's a suck three characters in the span of about a year and here comes number four because Oh, the fourth he is lives the best one. Okay, what are the four the this is, man. Which is Brother Brudai, the Butcher. Oh, no, I guess Zodiac. that's five. Brother Brudai, the Butcher, the Man with No Name, the Zodiac, and the Booty Man. Yeah, so because he's the Man with No Name and he leaves his the faces of fear. Then he becomes, mm-hmm. then he has amnesia. Then he gets Kimberly Page, which and is how becomes- you can tell that they loved him and they needed him to succeed and hogan wanted him to succeed is because he got kimberly page who was one of the more over characters in yeah, that. this is the pre-porn times and so all the people that couldn't jack but wanted to jack were like let's see this fucking piece. i don't think i don't think it can be as to grow straight man i don't think it can be overstated how much hotter kimberly page was than everyone else on television on wrestling television. Oh my god, yeah. Like Kimberly cuz also like you're like who is that? It's just like Pretty straight up lady. But it's like yeah, and it's something that WWF always had to have context for why a pretty lady was on, but like seemingly WCW was like this is a gorgeous woman and you are 11 and we've timed this perfectly. <laughs> yeah. This hot lady is going to hang out with this guy you recognize from earlier in your childhood. Good luck getting a boner, kitty. <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway, when the NWO started, he tried. This is something I really liked that they did. Um he tried to join the NWO, but they were like, "No, you're a bitch." 
best NWO t-shirts where there was just the NWO letters and then the Terminator from the movie Terminator. Mm-hmm. Just fuck yeah. Yeah, this is the best NWO trivia, which is uh, who gave them the spray paint to spray paint the belt the first time? Ed Leslie. Ed Leslie brought out a birthday cake to Hulk to the ring at Hogwild. And they spray paint. <laughs> yeah. There's a podcast about Dylan Talk Ryan. crazy. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Penis Lovers. Um, so I guess, is this six then? Or he was the booty man when he... Yeah, they were basically like, it's just the booty man. They were like, well, look who it is. Of course, How great would it have been if it had been like, and of course, the fourth man, the booty man. Yeah, and of course, the third man, the booty man. Mm-hmm. If they actually fuck it up. and it's, yeah, The outsiders was- and this guy fucking wants to lick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> this guy wants to fucking deep tongue your poo yeah. hole. Scott Hall and Kevin Nash came all the way from Stanford, Connecticut to take over your wrestling company, and they'll be helped by a guy who wants to literally lick mm-hmm. out your asshole. Yeah, he wants to see what you had for dinner three weeks ago. Yeah, he wants to taste it. So this is, um, well, I guess we should take a short break, I guess, and then we'll be back because we're going to talk about something that changed my life and yours, John. Is it what Brutus did after he was in wrestling? No. We're going to talk about the disciple. Oh, you mean the second man man in the one warrior nation? Yeah, the, um, the real impetus for the sons of anarchy <laughs> yeah after the break after hey everybody break. just a quick break whoa i'm gonna get a coffee to, and I'll thank come you back. guys for donating okay. to patreon if you go into patreon.com backslash wrestler review we have many many so options good. such as brand new untouched episodes so far we've recorded episodes about chris benoit jimmy snuka we took a real uh, a break from evil people and and talked about one man gang and really fun people like that. That's for five bucks a month. You get access to a whole library of 40. I'm just guessing 40 extra episodes, including some watch alongs of Hogan knows best. We've done a lot of fun stuff. We're upping yeah, yeah. our page. Yeah. Meow. And, uh, thank you so much. 10 bucks gets you access to the video. If you want to see what two ugly people look like, everyone come over to my place, sleep with me. 20 and $25 gets you picking which wrestler you want us to review. Thanks so much for listening again. We love you. Lay down on a bed of roses. Yes, I did remove all the thorns. Welcome back, everyone, to part two of Brutus the Barber Beefcake, part four. In the break, Dylan got coffee, and I checked out the Liver King's Instagram account. <laughs> What's Liver King up to now? Oh, you know, just fucking living by 10 and 10 of the unsustrable oh, 10. Yeah, primal nice. 10, pardon me. Have a little Weird fun. white supremacist fucking shit. I mean, I got to tell you, my favorite feud of 2022, Joe Rogan v. Uh, Liver King. I think it's pretty one-sided. It's just Joe Rogan saying, this guy's on steroids, and then Liver King being like, he noticed me. Yeah, it, it's the best. Because Liver King's like, got mentioned again by my favorite podcaster, and it's like, I fucking hate the Liver King, and I hope he's dead. <laughs> it's so good. I enjoy it so much. It's just so funny when guys are so clearly on juice. Like, Ed Leslie was never even... Yeah, there was never doubt that Ed Leslie was fucking... He had two cups of juice with his breakfast mm. orange juice and steroids he returns on february tour 23rd 1998 Woo. as the disciple Woo. yeah he's got the stone cold stunner they keep calling it the apocalypse oh yeah fuck it's the best i love the idea or sorry i love it when wrestling companies are feuding and they give the finishing move of the other company's best wrestler to some guy who just 
kind of sucks and he always it always gets kicked out of i always think that's like such such a a good subtle thing such a fuck so good his true identity was revealed by roddy piper during his feud with hogan yeah so for those you don't know in wcw they had this weird constant feud where roddy piper would basically like wait a minute you're just going to give me money even if i don't show up and they're like Mm. yeah Hold on, I can mush my dick into fucking coke and you'll just fucking give me whoever? Let's go. Okay, buddy. So sometimes Roddy would end up in the same cities as WCW and he'd come out with a weird t-shirt that either said Icon or there was a brief span of time. Oh, the reality check one was really bad. That is exactly what I was about to bring up, which was reality check was in this period where he would just open his jacket and be like, I'm your reality check. And in that moment is where he revealed that Leslie was the disciple. The disciple was a... That was good though, man. Like that as a way to like re for the first time in this guy's it life. It made all the sense in the world that yeah. uh, of course Hulk Hogan has this shitty, weird, fucking heavy. Because this was kind of the best part of the NWO expansion that Noah talks about, which is like Hogan's gone nuts. Creates mm-hmm. NWO black and white that fused with NWO red and black, which should have just been Kevin Nash becomes part of WCW, but they didn't do that because wrestling is hell. I mean. Yeah, there's a lot of things you would do differently about the NWO WCW stuff that led to WCW um, going under. I mean, maybe them just being sold led them to go no, under, but the only none of it I can get detect. None of it would be having it Leslie as the disciple because Disagree. that was yeah. There's that was they they figured it out. Who should be he, in charge? Check it out. How did he get on Warrior's side? Oh, the warrior kidnapped him and then brought him to the other side. <laughs> yeah, I love the kid being a kidnapping. So, no, they say it's just another thing that for our childhood, it real, it really shows that, that, that like, kidnapping. A lot of kidnappings almost, back then. A lot of kidnappings that really worked out. Like, yeah, we kidnapped him, but turned out he liked it. You're like, it's what? fucked. You and I never thought of, because you were talking about Liver King, it's fucked how we missed out on, just by Ultimate Warrior dying, we missed out on. The Ultimate Warrior maybe becoming one of those weird, grifty fitness Oh, people. my God. Ultimate Warrior would have been a having billionaire. weird fucking, yeah, having his own weird oh fucking protein powder that's actually just like a bunch of stuff from leftover carburetors. <laughs> the Ultimate Warrior in COVID, that would have been. Oh, yes. When he just blamed it all on Islam. Ultimate. Ultimate 100%. QAnon warrior, baby. Oh. oh, fuck. That would have been fucking good. We would have looked back on that queering video like it was the um, uh, Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech compared to if <laughs> Ultimate Warrior was alive in the time of COVID, he would have been one of those guys that was like, this is fake in March of 2020. The only other guy. like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Immediately it was fake. <laughs> yeah. like you, Those guys were my favorite guys that were like. Yo, this ain't real. And it was like, like I haven't even heard they did. They, I hadn't even heard of COVID, and they were all like, "This is pandemic, bitch." Dude, this is great. He became Ed Leslie did after he leaves WCW. He became a jobber. Sorry, after the Warrior left, and they ditched obviously the One Warrior Nation storyline. Yeah, um, of course. After retiring, he became a part of a Christian wrestling group, World Impact Wrestling. I can't believe I didn't watch any of that beforehand. It's probably just Ed Leslie with his dick out telling people abstinence is the best choice i watched the second ever event featured ed leslie just beating the shit out of a guy with a cross my favorite and then immediately really good stuff no specific year on this but when um missy hyatt put her softcore porn site featuring women of wrestling online uh beefcake arranged and attended the shoots 
Of course. <laughs> I want to see these fucking titters. <laughs> you're good. Take out your fucking milk bags. Take out your milk bags. Um, can, I, can I say this? Milkers. Can I say this? Can you we do all this? Can we do it all on a dock? Because I want to see your tits while I'm on a speedboat. So when I see those nipples, I rev the engine and race myself to jack off. (laughs) (laughs) I win. (laughs) One evening. There is nothing more disturbing than than involving speedboats and sex. You're not going to like this next one. He once had an evening with Missy Hyatt, which involved accidentally setting her hair on fire at a bar and chasing her around naked, role-playing, tripping over, and landing on his erect penis. He also details her enjoying hair-pulling and spanking in his book. Comments? No comments. I got to say this about Missy Hyatt. (laughs) Missy Hyatt seems like she was put on this earth to do one thing, and that was appear at the end of most research about wrestlers on this program. (laughs) Missy Hyatt, who, good Lord. Anyway. If wrestling, wrestling, how about this? If wrestling was the London 2 map, Missy Hyatt is is Bank Station, because you never know how that's going to intersect, but you know you're going to hit it, baby. (laughs) 2004, Ed Leslie caused an anthrax scare. This is exactly what I was talking about at the top of the episode. Let's get into this. Ed Leslie has one of the most, the movie The Wrestler's second act. By the way, we almost have now eclipsed, if you type in Wrestler Review into Google, we now almost appear at the top of that page as opposed to what you used to get, which was just a bunch of articles reviewing the movie The Wrestler. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, continue, John. So, uh, Ed Leslie meets some woman he marries that in his book he is not kind to. and uh, Another she, whore who didn't like yeah. being cheated on or someone who flushes. Oh, yeah, I'm not a beta cuck. I don't flush my dumps. <laughs> yeah, I put them in the fridge. You look at that fucking poo because that's the poo that bought you your dinner, you spoiled whore. Anyway, yeah, yeah that's my Can mom. Can I borrow 50 bucks? Um <laughs> I got to buy some slut dinner. Anyway, um, so his ex-wife moves to Boston to take care of a six Fred Brackett breakup with Brutus Brackett. And Brutus results in, that's what I know what I'll do. I'll move into my uh, my uh, in-law's attic and I will work mm. for uh, Boston Metro. So he mm-hmm. starts being a ticket taker in a toll booth in uh, some part of Boston that apparently had a lot of prostitutes and bums, according to every time he's told the story. <laughs> and he either did a bunch of coke in the toll booth or left a powdered aspirin somewhere. Either way, one of his employees After put you're done hand- this, I'll read the art excerpt. Continue. Yeah, yeah. And then either way, one of them put uh, their hand on that surface and ended up with a bunch of white powder on their body. And Brutus got fired for what he claimed no reason. And what they claimed was him doing blow while he was supposed to be taking people's transport tickets. And I got to tell you, Bruce the Barber Beefcakes explains why a friend of Dylan and mine's has been able to ride with the Toronto subway system going on now a decade by simply just walking over the barriers and flipping off the ticket taker. Yeah, I mean, that's what you just don't pay. Anyway, after his wrestling career began, this is from the article, began dwindling down in the 1990s. Leslie bounced between jobs for a while before settling at the Metro Boston Transit Authority. I was stuck in a toll booth in Chinatown with the prostitutes and the bums and the rats, he says. You cannot imagine the filth I had to endure. You had to endure. You're Ed yeah, Leslie. You're, you're in a chair. Like The other thing is... Do you know how a- jarring it must be to see a fat guy with a full orange tan 
in a toll booth for these yeah, people? With a, with a mullet with so many different skull rings and cool earrings. Also, like, people from the country think that, like, going into a subway station is just, like, crazy people. It's not. It's just a bunch of people with backpacks listening to AirPods. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. There might be, like, one mentally ill person on the train. And even they keep to themselves. <laughs> Usually, you're weird. There's no way that Ed Leslie wasn't the weirdest looking person on there. Anyway, he lived in his father-in-law's attic to save money and hated the MBTA. In 2004, he says he left a white powder aspirin, great stuff, in a toll booth and it spilled onto another employee's black sweater. Just classic, <laughs> you got caught at home with drugs thing, you know what I mean, from high school? It was aspirin and it spilled. Um, he... She called the police and the station was closed for fear of anthrax. At the time, the MBTA, Deputy Police Chief Thomas McCarthy announced that Leslie had admitted cocaine possession and cooperated with police. Leslie wasn't charged for any crime, but he was found in violation of MBTA's drug policy and was fired. Leslie tells a different story. Do you really think if I was caught with drugs, they wouldn't have arrested me? The police going to go, okay, Mr. Beefcake, go home with your drugs. It's all, very they're not, presumptuous. They're not calling yeah. you Mr. Beefcake. Yeah. For, I love that he's like, <laughs> right this way, Mr. Beefcake. Mr. Beefcake. Oh, well, is don't mind if I do. I am Mr. Beefcake. Pardon me. I'm Mr. Beefcake. It's so funny to think, like, and the cops who were definitely friends, fans of mid card 80s, 90s wrestling. Anyway, she admits, he still, he admits entering rehab and learned a lot from the process. Anyway, and uh, then he talks about Benoit's murder. Um, oh yeah of course he does let me tell you who's definitely gonna have hot takes on all the controversial subjects ed leslie i would like to start a new podcast i'm gonna announce it now which is uh wrestlers give takes on the things you don't need to hear from them ed leslie on the deficit why don't we fuck it bro (laughs) yeah you force them to not do shoot interviews you force them to tell you what they know about photosynthesis yeah. Synthesis. There you go. I Ed Leslie, I'll give you 1500 bucks if you can tell me who Alan Greenspan is. He's the guy who sucks my dick, man. Give me that money. <laughs> okay. Just fucking, just fucking spell diarrhea, man. Spell it. <laughs> I'll give you two Gs right now. You spell Oh, come diarrhea. on, man. I know there's a D. That's Fuck. worth like eight bucks. I'm going to say it's one of them trick words. So the second letter is Z. <laughs> yeah. D-H. How about you fucking know I can suck? I'll show you how to suck your own dick. <laughs> so anyway he also gives an accounting of it which is probably insane and uh we're not gonna anyway so ladies and gentlemen the big thing to talk about we talked about at the top of the episode is he also is no longer friends with hulk hogan hulk hogan essentially had a giant falling out with most of his um uh friends in the post-divorce period probably because hulk hogan's ego was so nuts at this point and he as an exemplified i don't, don't want to i want to cut you off because he did work at a pool company Oh, that's correct. A thousand apologies. Yes, he did. He did get and the I most Florida of jobs. It's good for everyone listening to this to just close their eyes and, inv- and, and just imagine Ed Leslie looking like he looks now, dressed as a Zodiac, working in accounting, which was what he was doing. Just and the worst is when one two one one zero. Oh, <laughs> they need to prove to you that they used to be cool, and he's like, you know, I got my dick sucked on a boat, and everyone's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, man, I'm just, I just want to. <laughs> Here's another place I got my dick sucked. Yeah, man, I just, it's you know, it's weird. Want, I'm just trying to keep my head down and do my job. It's weird you do accounting because you know I had a run with accountant once. Hit me in the face of the briefcase. It was mm-hmm. on TV. <laughs> <laughs> it was on TV. You uh, you watch wrestling? No. 
I guarantee there's a lot well, of I gum. Well, I want to tell you these stories still. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of gum chewing like this. You ever um, seen someone's tits in a hot tub? <laughs> 2009. Oh, Ed Leslie for sure just was like, all right, I'll do the accounting. I'm accounting on getting some my dick sucked in one of these tubs. <laughs> anyway, you can't sell these anymore. <laughs> all right, fine. Yeah, and as I know, you can fucking <laughs> nut in these, and they will still work. You I guarantee right in the fans. Ed Leslie was the best pool salesman that company ever saw. <laughs> like he had all the right questions. He's like, "Let me ask you this: If someone comes in and they're like a stepmom who's recently gone through a divorce, I'm allowed to get them to suck me off in my car, right?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, they say it's the R word anymore, but I still say it all the time. It is Ed. Please come over here. No, I want to say it. No, you can hold me back. You can't hold my mouth shut, motherfuckers. Anyway, uh. He yeah. competed yeah, in 2009. Yeah. This guy worked He's at a pool company in 2005. In 2009, really hoping yes. he's still working at the pool yes. company because he, he loses does. to a competitive eater in celebrity boxing. <laughs> Who's the competitive eater? <laughs> Bill L. Wingador Simmons. Is that the guy that used to dress Sorry. in American flag stuff and then eat the shit out of some hot dogs on the 4th of July? I don't know. Um, I do know he was not even. Uh, he was a local competitive eater. <laughs> wing ador- so he just was a fat guy from town in Philly. So he's just a fat guy from Pennsylvania. Which doesn't mean he's not better at fighting than a lot of professional wrestlers. Oh, but yeah, I, I'll sure. look up Bill Wingador Simmons right now. Uh, you yeah. should do actually. We'll both do it at the same time. So here's the fun thing about the... I What I will say about Ed Leslie is Ed Leslie at least seems like he's having some fun. Like, he just seems like he's happy. I just do this. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like, he's just kind of like, life has continued at speed. I'm enjoying my time. Suck my dick. So I, I just enjoy it. Uh, Bill L. Wingador Simmons, unable to get... This is the latest story. He had um, a bail of 100 Gs. Uh, no, why wouldn't you? For dealing cocaine. So that's pretty... I mean, for Hobson, saying you lost to a competitive eater is one thing. You lost to a coke dealer. Yeah. No shame in that. Yeah. Look, I've lost so many things to a coke dealer. Like, hundreds of dollars <laughs> yeah, my, in my exchange. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was... Let's be honest. I was there, Dylan. It was our 30s and 40s. Ooh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> and we're not even 40 yet. Snorted off my day. Dogs. This one hits yeah. home November 7th, 2013. Ed Leslie appeared at Toronto City Hall with a pair of shears. Oh, and yeah, baby. And what did he want to do? Rob Ford needed an intervention in the wake of the crack scandal. Rob Ford got caught smoking a crack. Leslie offered to be Ford's angel of mercy. Maybe if he gets his body right, he'll get his mind right. And security escorted him from the property. <laughs> uh, <he laughs> because was... you know what he was trying to, what was he trying to do? He was trying to get um, um, Rob Ford in rehab with his help up with Iron Sheik. Oh, no, an arm wrestling contest with Iron Sheik? No, I don't know then. No, he was promoting his own brand of subs. Oh, my (laughs) God. Is that true? The Brutus the Beef subs? Yeah, Brutus the Beef subs or whatever. Brutus. good stuff. Beefcake submarine. Okay, now we got to get to the really good stuff. You can look that up while I'll do this. Man... This is dope that he's always ha- he's had so many weird things happen to him. So this is on the Sean Mooney podcast about uh, the fallout from the Hulk Hogan beef he had. The company is called a- Belly Buster Subs. That's good. Um, and it is uh, it has one location. It's in Oregon. It's good. In co- <laughs> It's not even where he lives, this fucking dick. This I fucking, fucking hate him so much. Like, he just, fucking, it'll be he, worth it. 
He drove northwest, found a one sandwich place he liked, mm. and then drove east looking for How much money do you think? I think he was paid a hundred bucks maximum. I think he was given and he got one... like half off of the sodas, not even. I think he misheard deal. what they asked him to do. Man. That's he's exactly what you want from a wrestler. And I will this... say like this is he's exact he had six gimmicks in three years. It and he is fucking... a woeful travesty this man did not man. spend time in ecw this man is the best <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude the fact that this guy did How? the submarine sandwich thing for the like fact, max hundred bucks it's in a state he's not from and wasn't living in at the time he he legitimately he did risk getting arrested in a foreign country for this great no, there's nothing bad because he technically entered a government building with a weapon because he entered with the shears. Oh, I love this man. So they could have been like, we're charging you with like attacking the mayor. Nobody tell that. Brutus the Barber Beefcake about January 6th or he would have. he's going to show up now trying to help. With subs? Yeah, with subs. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best goddamn sub I ever had. Holy I want, I want Nancy Pelosi to try this and tell me it's not the best sandwich she's ever had. Anyway. So here's the 2017 thing with him and Hogan, um, where he revealed uh, that him and Hogan aren't friends anymore. Things change. He changed a little after he split up with his wife. He became a little different. He was on his own, and I was still married, but mine was going bad, too. <laughs> I met a new person in my life, Missy, and we were hanging out together, and things were good. Then we all got together. I was thinking about trying to get back into Florida and get reestablished here. And then all of a sudden, bam, there was an incident. Some words were exchanged between Nary and Missy. And that conversation caused a huge rift. And things started going bad at that point. He didn't know her. They had spoken on the phone a million times. It wasn't like he wasn't familiar with her. When she got here, maybe she had he had some perceptions about her. Thought she was wilder than she was. I don't know. He said some things to her, maybe about getting together, but Missy wasn't into all that kind of stuff, so Missy shut him down big time, and he didn't take it well. It's like ever since that, Lord says forgive and forget, you know, but I guess he wasn't able to move past it. If he's got a problem with her, he's got a problem with me. I talked to him on the phone one Christmas a couple years ago for an hour. He says that he's into God and all this and all that. Well, brother, there's got to be some way we can work this out so that we can get along on a social level. Can't we just bury the hatchet? Basically, he said, no, we can't. And I go, that take makes no sense whatsoever. What do you mean? Let's just move on, grow up, whatever. And he said, I couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. And basically, that was the last I talked to him. Yeah, and Hulk Hogan wouldn't let... After that. Um, he wouldn't let him fuck Brutus's new girlfriend. So he stopped being mm -hmm. friends with him because Hulk Hogan's at the end run of his fucking narcissism. And then well, it's also like and his then, whole life Hogan's been doing better than this dude, and now this guy's like in a happy marriage with a stable life. And yeah, and also he by wants the way, to, like, like blow that up to be better. I guess. Yeah, still not being, still not better than Hulk. like Hulk Hogan's still a millionaire. Like the thing is, like Hulk Hogan's like that divorce fucked me up, bro. And it's like you made all that money back so fast. Like shut the fuck up. Like, well, it's more yeah, exactly narcissist. Like someone's choosing to not have me. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll just I'll not fuck my fucking best what's, friend's wife, I guess. Yeah, what's so funny about Brutus, too, is he was like, yeah, he didn't want to be friends with me anymore after I wouldn't let him, my uh, girlfriend wouldn't fuck him just because of who he is. And 
know, it's sad. I, like, I, like, I miss him. And you're like, they have now reconciled. And to top it off, in what I feel is the greatest thing I could possibly add to the end of this, and I hope it's true, it's probably not, um, Ric Flair claims that he Nothing. This is. I was going to end on this as well. The reason why they fell apart is from is, his house. Yeah, you know, which is clearly that's Ric Flair. Ric Flair's. He's like I st- like Ric Flair clearly stole jewelry from Hulk Hogan's house and is like, woo! I see an opportunity. I'm getting blamed for this. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> yeah, and then I heard he stole jewelry from him. Ooh. Ooh. I heard he stole jewelry, and then Hulk Hogan sent Ric Flair a sandwich in the mail or whatever. I don't know. I'm just hungry, Hulk. And then, and then whatever it means, and then whatever he also did, all that stuff they told me that I did on the plane. Woo. Do you ever think that uh, Ed Leslie and Arn Anderson have phone calls where, like, remember when we were the losers? I think that I think that Ed Leslie is the greatest wrestler we've ever covered in our lives, and I think that we could learn a lot from him. And what we could learn is just fucking literally coast, coast. Do a little bit of blow, but if you're going to do blow, don't do it at work during an anthrax scare. As it turns out, that that are those are words to live by. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is the wrestler review. Dylan, best uh, thing about Brutus the Barber Beefcake, in my opinion, he existed. Worst thing, he will die one day. Get Getting caught with Coke on the the, working getting, for the subway. And, and he blamed the, it also, on- the other best thing is the booty man stuff. And the worst thing, once again, is the casual homophobia and sexism but like i'm gonna have to disagree with you i'm gonna say that the worst thing about this man is that he will one day die best thing about him his whole life you can't get a man like this without him having casual homophobia and sexism sorry i wish i wish you could i wish there were woke versions of this guy but there is not so the racism the sexism the homophobia it's all wrapped up in a package where at least by his example, if you do those things, you look like a garbage piece. Of, you look like a fucking pumpkin that used to do steroids. At least that's the, at least that's the last part. John, yeah. next week we're doing someone else who's gonna suck. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this because at least this man didn't wasn't directly involved in crimes. Indirectly, in <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, um, of course, we'll be doing Anoki next week. I think. Yeah, I think it's gonna Good. be Anoki, um, which is much look- more serious than Brutus, but also. Whatever. So much less serious. Sucks. Oh my god, Antonio Noki, I think is my favorite wrestling narcissist. I think, ladies and gentlemen, we. Tr- I'm we, excited we, to learn more about him. As am I. We next week we will continue to do attempt to uh, to crown who is king narcissist of Selfish Island. I believe it's going to be Antonio Noki because he literally almost created relationships between Japan and North Korea. So he could win a city council, so he could win a parliament seat, and then it didn't work out, and so fuck them. Oh my god, that's so good. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, guys. And get John at the John Hastings. I'm at Dylan Gott, and we're at Wrestler Review on most forms of social media. Thanks for donating to the Patreon, and enjoy your week, everyone. We love you. Thank you for the Patreon donations, and we thank you all for listening. Fuck you.